everyone, and welcome back to FTC Features, the podcast, where we talk about anything and everything FTC. I'm your host, Louisa, and our co-host joining us today is Ayush. Hello. Um, moving on to FTC news, reminder that spring qualifiers are up and registration is open. Um, our guests today are three members from 9010 Robotic Rangers, and if you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Uh, so, hi, I'm Alex. I'm a senior on uh, Team 9010. This is my third year doing FTC. Uh, I'm Morgan. I'm in eighth grade, and this is my first year doing FTC. I'm Arian. I'm in eighth grade, and this is my first year doing FTC. Um, today, we'll be talking about how to do effective outreach. Yeah, we could, uh, if you could hear your accolades, obviously, because you have to say that, hey, you're somebody to listen to in the first place. So uh, why don't you go ahead and list some of the things that you've done to help your community? Uh, one of the things that we've done is we created a video series, well, two of them actually, called Safety Shorts and Tech Time. Uh, in these videos, we discuss topics like the engineering design process, CAD, project planning, strategy, etc. cetera. Uh, these videos have gotten like thousands of views and we post them on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So the, uh, the cool thing about the video series is that um, they're generalized towards robotics and like any sort of group activity. So they can be used in and outside of robotics and during any season. So it's not season specific things. Yeah. Another thing we do for outreach is we work with Carrollton Police Department for a case called Narcan. So they carry Narcan for a drug overdose. Just in case uh, if someone has an overdose, they, it's, an, it's nasally administered and we it's not very well protected if it's in their pocket, like with the case it comes in, and they usually keep it in their car, which prevents its life-saving feature. So we created a case where it's ergonomically comfortable and it can be put in their pocket. How, how much have they implemented this design? So uh, we're currently working with, the re- uh, with our school's resource officer to design this. And currently it's in a working prototype phase, which means they're taking it out uh, with them on their person. And they're carrying it around and giving us feedback on what they like, what they don't, so we can make improvements for future designs. Right. And that's exactly what the engineering process is. Yeah. It's testing something and then making uh, modifications to it. So uh, I think that you have some spectacular stuff that you've done for commu- your community. And this is actually manifesting into uh, actual change, which is, I think, is great. So why don't you talk a little bit more about how you came up with this the idea to do this? Um, so the way that we came about the idea for the Narcan container was that our school resource our school resource officer um, came to us and said, "Well, this is something that he wants to carry on his person, but the packaging did not properly protect it, so that he could carry it um, with him, which saves a lot of time when working with the emergency situations like a drug overdose." So then we started to create some prototypes, and sorry about that. This is one of our initial designs. It's more of a box type design. But the problem with that is that the rounded, uh, the edged corners kind of poke into your side a little bit. It's big and bulky. So as we kind of studied the um, ergonomics of the box, we added some rounded corners to it. And we have the grip so you can get your fingers in there and take the Narcan container out. During your design process for the case, did you ever cut it out? Yeah. So um, all of our designs are 3D printed and the final design will be 3D printed as well. So we created it in CAD um, first primarily. And then we had the officer look at it before we even printed our first initial prototype. Um, and then we kind of fine tuned it down from there. Right. And that must have saved you a lot of time instead of yeah. printing it. And, yeah. When I've seen FTC teams, this is my rookie year, uh, just like Morgan. I, 
I've not done FTC in the past, but I've been seeing this from my year at FLL that teams collaborate with each other much more in FTC than they do in other types. And I think that's great. So what is the collaborations that you've done with other FTC teams? So uh, we've reached out to some other teams and we've done some uh, like JP2, for example, is one of our teams that we work very closely with. And we've just talked with them about some ideas for design and outreach and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of the outreach we've done with other teams is FLL because they don't have a lot of outreach opportunities. Um, so we've worked with them. We've mentored different teams from Hockaday and um, our school specifically in previous years. Um, but one of the things that we've created was a FLL best practices guide because um, my FLL team three years ago went to the World Festival. So we have a lot of experience in that sort of category um, of the first uh, robotics. So we created a best practices guide, which is a um, guide to help new and veteran teams know what to prioritize when they're working on their season, such as like, don't get too focused on the robot because the project is kind of a really important part of first and it kind of incorporates first as a whole. Right. Uh, and I guess you've already done your own little projects with FTC uh, with your ergonomic design. I want to say I really yeah. like that design. It's Thank uh, you. really cool. Thank you. So what has been what have been some challenges that when you've been doing outreach and reaching out to your community, what are some challenges that you've been facing? In outreach, I don't think we've had many challenges or we like to call them uh, opportunity, learning opportunities so we can learn from each challenge or problem we have. I think our biggest challenge was designing the actual Narcan case because we did have a few prototypes and some didn't work and some did work. But I think we overcame that because we had the whole design team working on that. Mm -hmm. uh, so another thing, another learning opportunity for us when we're doing outreach was during the 2020 season uh, with the COVID pandemic, uh, we lost a lot of our connections because a lot of teams decided, oh, well, we don't we don't want to uh, participate this year. We're going to step back for a year and not participate. So a lot of things, one of the things we did was we lost a lot of connections with other teams. Um, so it kind of taught us to make sure that we made more connections and we had the social media accounts so we can reach out to other teams and do different outreach opportunities like this one. So have you done uh, things? I know you talked about your mentoring opportunities, how so you've mentored FLL teams. Have you had people mentor you, like companies or um, FRC teams? So uh, our assistant mentor is an engineer. I'm not exactly sure what company he works for, but he's an engineer as well. So he was the one that mainly primarily taught us CAD. Um, one thing is that... Uh, um, he's worked with us and CAD, and then we've used that knowledge to then teach other teams and then our new rookie members this year at CAD because it's one of the big things that we try to incorporate as a team because it saves a lot of saves us a lot of time and money because we don't have to go through as much of a prototyping phase. Right. Uh, is there have you gotten like sponsorships from companies at all? So uh, we were sponsored by a couple of different companies. So one, Interstate Batteries has provided us with 3D printers. Um, Delta pilots have donated money and, um, uh, resources to help us, uh, participate this season and like do things. Um, we have a sponsorship from big frogs, which is who supplies our t-shirts for competitions. Um, we're working on a sponsorship right now with Amazon so we can get some more money from them, um, which would be re really cool to have. So, yeah. Uh, how did you go about getting these sponsorship opportunities? So, so a lot of our sponsorships came through connections. So our, uh, Primary coach works for Delta. So it was one of those, it was easy for us to kind of use uh, through him um, to promote our uh, team and then ask for some donations that way. Um, Amazon is something that we've reached out to try and uh, work on. Um, 
we're still kind of in the uh, process phase of coming, making that go through, if that makes sense. And then um, big, big frogs and interstate batteries were both uh, assisted through the school. What are some future outreach that you have planned? You talked about Amazon. Is there stuff more than that? I was uh, hoping we could work with some more tech companies like that to try and get first out there more, um, such as uh, Microsoft and like um, Texas Instruments and stuff like that. Uh, another thing that we have planned is while we're working with the Carrollton Police Department right now for our Narcan containers, this is hopefully something that we can work on with a lot more police departments and fire departments around the U.S. because there's so many FTC teams with access to the 3D printers that we can, well, send the CAD file to and then they print a bunch for us and then have them uh, delivered to the um, stations or firehouses or whatever. Yeah, so I, I we, we do a lot of community outreach uh, with companies. Wow. Uh, what we've been doing is cold calling and cold emailing and we just contact all of them with just like, hey, this is our team, this is what we've done. We were wondering if we could get any mentorship or sponsorship opportunities related to STEM. And then we did that for like a lot of companies and we, we, got, we got heard from Obviously, the return out rate isn't that good because um, they don't like responding, yeah. especially the things like this. But we've been able to get some sponsors. And I think that if you wanted to get more uh, community sponsors, because you're kind of limited through connections, if you, you could mm -hmm. want to broaden that out, I would suggest you uh, start emailing a bunch of companies. Yeah, some will definitely like uh, look into it and start working. Thank you. Yeah. And you don't need to like write a separate email for all of them. You can just make a template. And then just control C, control V. Uh, uh, pretty simple. Our outreach team is really grinding on that throughout winter break. What do you think is the coolest mentorship or sponsorship from the company that you've got? You've got? I think one of the coolest sponsorships we have is from Delta Airlines because it's kind of a really big company. Like it's an airline company. And I just think it's really cool how we get donations from them. Uh, to add on to that, um, the reason why it's like kind of Delta more than other companies that are similar is that while Delta is part of like aerospace engineering and like they work with different things, we're working with the more of the mechanical and the robotic engineering. So it's just kind of a different side of it compared to our other internships, which are more like electrical, which we then use like way of wiring and stuff on our robot. So it's just more of a different section of um, like STEM, if that makes sense. And uh, we've been mentored by, uh, I think... I'm going to answer my own question here, but uh, uh, I think one of the coolest things that we had was SpaceX, right? Yeah. Uh, SpaceX oh, wow. gave a cool presentation about how their stuff works, and they talked to us about how potential design ideas for the robot. So that was really cool. That's impressive. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, as I say, we got SpaceX because we emailed them, and they responded. We called them, and they responded. So nice. if you really want this, you got to uh, go out. Check to Elon. Yeah, you, you just gotta you gotta get Elon on speed dial, obviously. So, uh, why don't we talk about prioritization? What do you prioritize in your outreach? So, uh, what we tend to prioritize in our outreach is reaching out to other teams and like kind of mentorship, like FLL teams, like that, because that's something that we're really strong at as a team. And while we may not be as strong on the FTC aspect of it, um, because we're still we're still learning CAD and programming and stuff like that. So it's hard for us to do um, outreach with other teams in that regard. But if we mentor FLL teams, that's something that we're proficient with and we can actually give proper um, advice and feedback about. Um, another thing is too, we want we need sponsorships probably as, as soon as possible so that way we can actually like start to build our robot and um, like register for events and stuff like that. Uh, that nice. Uh, are you guys, you guys are with the school, right? 
Yeah. Yes. So during the, when you're with the school, have you been facing, I guess, drawbacks with money? Because we, we're a school team. We're from Rice Middle School. And the district guidelines makes it, make it really, really hard to like actually get money. Uh, when we got a sponsorship of, what, $2,000? or No, it was $5,000. Yeah, $5,000. $5,000. We, we, it took like months to get the money because of the district guidelines. So have you been facing, I guess, some problems that have been because of being a school-affiliated team? So when we're we're through a private school too, so it's a little bit different. We don't like we don't follow through like certain city guidelines as well. Um, but what the school does is we pay robotics fees to then do robotics as part of the school, and then the school will match the fees, and then that's the money that we receive from the school. So whatever, so if the, if the registration is a hundred dollars, the school will then give. Um, well, the school will then donate two hundred to the program um, overall, but and then we have to split. However many people are in FLO, FTC, and FRC, we kind of split the money between us. Nice. Yeah, to add on to what Alex said, our school is kind of flexible with budgeting and, yeah. Our school likes to uh, prioritize our robotics because we're, our school is successful a lot of the time. So they tend to prioritize and then they, they can um, advertise the robotics when trying to enroll students. Is there anything else that we want to touch base on? Uh, for example, would you, how would you have uniquely designed your engineering portfolio or engineering notebook? Um, so one of the things that we wanted to do this year is we do an engineering notebook, even though it's not required, uh, which is right here. Luckily, I'm in the lab, so I get to show all these things off. Uh, we have an engineering notebook that we take, and we take meeting notes during every meeting because our team has 10 members. And one of the things is if you miss a meeting, you're going to have to spend time to catch up. So when we take meeting notes, we take detailed notes so that if you're missing, you can just kind of look back at the notes and see what you missed that day. And so you just do a daily log type of documentation? Effectively, yeah. Okay. Uh, our team does a very similar thing. Uh, but I guess we don't necessarily use this a lot for people who have missed it to read back. So I think that's what we're going to be starting to do from now on. Oh, uh, just out of curiosity, why did you guys decide to make a traditional engineering notebook this year? So go for it, Ryan. Um, it helps since we have such a big team and we can keep track of everything we do. And it helps when we show judges so they can go more in depth and they can learn more about our robot instead of the tradition, instead of the new engineering notebook that that was implemented in FTC. So it just helps like all around with our team and in judging. Um, to add on to that, one thing with the engineering notebook is that we wanted anyone to be able to pick up our robot and know exactly how it worked. So that's why we kind of add the new note system that we have for our teammates. Um, another thing too, is that it kind of teaches us how to take proper notes that we can then use in school and like real life and stuff like that too. So it's just more practice with uh, skills that we need for like future like jobs or internships or stuff like that. So. And uh, obviously is your team basically going into STEM in the future? And uh, since you're a senior? Uh, primarily, yes. Okay, yeah. So since you're a senior, you're probably going into that uh, engineering field. And yeah. from the looks of it, you're I plan to make I plan to major in mechanical engineering, which is Ooh, very smart nice. robot. Nice. I'm still in eighth grade, so I still have a lot of time, but uh, you still have a lot of time to figure it out. I didn't know until junior year. It's all right. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. So, so uh, can you talk about the structure of your engineering portfolio? So uh, our engineering portfolio goes through some different steps. So at the beginning, we have our team picture. We have our link to our engineering notebook and our FLO best practices guide. Then we start to go into our design process and how CAD works. Um, and then how we translate that to our program uh, prototyping phase. 
And then we have the actual manufacturing um, step and our final design. Then we go into programming. And then after that, we'll go into all of our outreach. And then we do um, team picture at the end. Cool. And so how, what is the splits? Like, what is the coding takes this much? Uh, robot design takes this much amount of slides. Like, what are the splits? Like? I believe robot design is, so we have two pictures. Uh, we have two pages for like the team in general. We have, I think, three or four for the um, outreach. We have one for the programming because, um, sorry, two for the programming because we have, we use blocks for, um, we have used blocks for the autonomous period and onboard Java for the driver control period. So we have one different slide for each section of the game. Um, we have then five or six for the, um, we have then five or six for the design of the robot because that's something that we're, like the CAD is something that we're really proud of as a team, so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we were talking last podcast, we were talking to one of the head judges in first uh, in, in North Texas. They, they were telling us that uh, in, in judging, what you really want to do is at first you want to be a little all-rounded, but then as it progresses more and more, you really got to go into one thing and then try to win off of that. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think what you've done here is really cool. I think we've gone over a lot of the outreach stuff. I love the ergonomic design ideas that you've been doing. Uh, and especially that it's actually helping in the real world. I think that we, there's, you're kind of cutting the line between, and people say, oh, FTC is just a robot game. And you're really taking that concept you're learning in FTC and then using that in real life. I think that's great. Uh, and this, to everybody who is watching, it's very important that when you, I'm doing FTC so I can get into college. No, you also have to be thinking about FTC that you can actually use it in real life. You're learning essential skills. And so I'm really happy that, uh, it's brilliant that uh, kids are learning this nowadays. Um, because they're being going to be able to use this in the future. So I love, really love what you guys have been doing. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else you would like to share? We have uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, and you can find us at FTC 9010. So that's one of the big things that we try and push this year is our uh, safety shorts and tech time videos. Yes. And uh, if you guys haven't already, please go to their Instagram, it was FTC 9010, right? Yeah. Uh, go down there, follow it, you know, do all that cool stuff. Um, they will be linked down in the description below. Yeah, so if you have not already, go uh, follow their socials and stuff. That's gonna be pretty much it for today's episode. So uh, if there's one thing, one piece of advice that you have to give to all FTC teams, what could it be? That's how we're gonna wrap up. Um, I'd say either build connections in your community, uh, like effectively, so that way you can, uh, like with social media and stuff, so then you can reach out to other teams if you like kind of lose connection to COVID and stuff like that, um, which I doubt might happen again because we've had that experience. Um, another thing too is CAD, learn how to use CAD because it saves a lot of money and a lot of time when you're designing and prototyping the robot. Yeah. And, uh, and something one else is have a design process. It would just be easier to follow the design process and have a strategy to designing what you want to make. And I guess when we're talking about CAD, I can give you a sneak peek into one of our future episodes. And it is going to be about the importance of CAD. So uh, I, I wish you guys the best in your endeavors of FTC. You, guys oh, you too. Thank you for having me. You too. Thank you. You guys are great. You guys are going to do great. So uh, have a good one. If you haven't already, to the viewers, make sure you subscribe to our channel so you don't miss a video. Uh, if you liked what you've seen here, like the video. If you did not like it, dislike the video.
And then if you have suggestions for us, you can leave it in the comments down below. But uh, it's been it's been nice having you all on this, and that uh, we will see the viewers and y'all at a later date. Hope you guys are having a great holidays. Bye bye.